why would you want to listen to two old guys yelling at clouds? And the worst thing, one of them is a fucking Swifty. Anyways, if you're still listening, here's Adam and Steven. Yes, welcome out to it. This is the Old Men Who Yell at Clouds podcast when we get together to talk about the things that matter to us. We are episode number 126. It is February, what day is it? February 5th, number 2023. Five. Uh, it is approximately 11 a.m. We are podcasting live out of Vancouver, British Columbia. Hello, and we would like to acknowledge that the land on which we gather is the traditional unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples, including the territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. Goddamn right it is. That Good sexual day. voice you heard it was uh, Stephen. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Adam. Uh, before we get into the things that matter to us this week, you can support our podcast by hitting the, our website, oldmenheoclouds.com, and subscribing to our podcast. And if you want to help us out, just donate. You know, that helps. That helps a lot. It really, sure does. really does. Especially with prices going up. Fuck, when was the last time you guys went over your budget as a, as a couple? Because I was going over my shit, trying to save money, trying to do a bunch of things, and my grocery budget has doubled because everything has gone up in price. It, it's it's fucking ridiculous out there. Yeah, it, it is. And you know what? I mean, we don't we don't follow a budget. I guess we probably should because uh, even more so now, as you mentioned, uh, things are getting so expensive, and uh, you just kind of wonder how you're able to to get by day to day now. Oh yeah. But but you know it's. I, I read something this past week about, um, it said essentially that, okay, well, after a bit of a pause, I guess, I don't know if that's the way they put it, but after a bit of a, where things uh, plateaued a little bit, now that the holiday season is over, prices are going to start rising again. And I'm thinking, yeah. well, well, fuck, no, price, prices have been rising all along. There was no plateau. They did not stop going up. What the fuck are you guys talking about here? It's... Uh, yeah, it's just ridiculous. It's um, yeah, it's gonna get worse. So, I well, don't know. It's not, not, and the, the uh, bank account inflation is going up. I think in March, and then it's gonna go up again in June. And um, statistics are saying it's gonna level out at eight point five percent. Holy is, shit! Because it's is it, it, what is? Yeah, it's crazy. Because it's what five point th- something now? Like yeah, it's five point eight or five point nine now. Oh, and fuck. Uh, yeah, that's, it's gonna go. That's a, drastic increase and a lot of the experts are saying well it's um they, the bank of canada doesn't even know what the fuck they're doing and it's not even no. gonna help so no yeah it's fucking stupid and i'm not a politician i don't know what's going on up there and i don't really understand how it works i'm trying to understand how it works trying to learn trying to have conversations about it which is what we're doing but uh, it's 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 very difficult like um the canadian government keeps throwing money into the economy which is totally not good for, from what i can read they're stimulating the economy in the worst way uh, but there's there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. I don't know if they're even trying to make it better. Like I don't even know what the fuck they're doing. And I don't even have this in my prep. But did you see that Chinese balloon? <laughs> I'm like, what the shit is this? And didn't they spend millions of dollars shooting uh, it down with some fucking yeah. missile? They were they were scared to shoot it. They what they wanted to shoot it down right away. I think, and uh, they were scared to because. Um, you know, it was, hey, when it drops out of the sky, who knows where it's going to land Let's, and what kind yeah. of damage it's going to cause. And so, I mean, I get that, but, you know, they, it's, uh, fuck, it's just crazy. Hey, just back to the earlier stuff yeah, on yeah. politicians, Bank of Canada. This is, this is something that's going to come up later with a song that you, uh, 
that you added here for us. It's an it's a unreleased Motorhead tune. Oh and it's really, yes, it's, yes. it's a great song, and we'll talk about oh, it yeah. more later. But Iggy, uh, Iggy, uh, Lemmy starts off at the beginning with uh, some talk, uh, some banter about uh, politics and stuff like that. Yeah, he finishes as the song's kicking in. He finishes with a with a quote: "All politics are assholes." And it's yeah. so fucking true, man. Politics, uh, financial people, banks—well, uh, banks specifically—is what I'm what I'm talking about here. Yeah, you know these people are controlling us, and uh, and they're not doing a very good job. <laughs> and it's really a lot of it's for their own benefit. So, uh, um, as Lenny anyway. said, greedy bastards. Greedy bastards. That's that's <laughs> that's the name of the tune. It's so it's such it's a great song. We'll oh yeah. I don't know if we'll play a little bit later. Talk about it more. But oh, uh, back uh, back to the balloon. Like it's, it's, uh, of course, China is denying that, well, it's, it's not being used for spying and all that kind of stuff. Well, I hardly believe that either. So, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't think this is the first time something like this has happened either. So it's, it's, uh, I don't know, it's kind of scary what's going on out there, right? It's, we got China, we got Russia to worry about. We've got, fuck, I don't know. We've got our, uh, we're all, we're all owned. Yeah. Our own politicians and bankers to worry about. So. And did you see the flight of this balloon? It went from China, came through Canada, whipped around and then kind of went to the States that way. But it went over the, went over the sea over there. And that was, uh, I was like, this is. So it did come from like the, over the Arctic circle way over that way then, did it? Okay. I didn't know that. So. I saw this earlier. Because I know, Uh, I know for a while there, it was, uh, like around Billings, Montana, so yeah. I wasn't sure if it flew over Canada then or if it just kind of flew like with the jet stream and stuff like that, if it came directly from the West. So uh, interesting, uh, well, interesting. So, But you know what? This is when we get those idiots and the, uh, the protesters, those Confederates, uh, Canadian guys who did us wrong. We get them to hop on a plane and we get them to shoot it down. You know, why don't we get those guys working for <laughs> us for once? Yeah, um, I don't know. I can't even see this stuff. I need to- there's so much, but again, I was looking for information on this last night because I was just kind of curious on it. And the thing has changed so many times. Like the, like the graph I saw earlier doesn't do anything. It says it went through uh, Atlanta and then up through Washington, up through New York and Boston. But I didn't see that yesterday. Uh, it says where the balloon could have gone. So now they're theorizing where it could have gone. So yeah, there's just so much shitty information out there. It's uh, well, and there, and the thing is, there's there were two of them too, wasn't there? I, I, is the second one still out there, or like what's going on? I I mean, I don't, I know. don't know. Anyways, it did end up over the Atlantic, and that's where it got shot down by a missile yeah. or some fucking thing. I don't know. Yeah, again, they spent <laughs> fucking millions of dollars f- firing a firing a missile. a missile to blow it out of the fucking sky. Get little Timmy with the BB gun. Just go to town on it. Like, well, that's on? that's the USA showing their fucking might and power, right? Fucking idiots. Oh man. Anyway, that's another story too. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, okay, yeah. So because everything is so expensive now, um, I have a budget for dates and date nights and stuff. So oh, I have an wow. allocated budget to go and do things, and then once that budget's gone, we're gone. You know, going out for dinner, movies, whatever it is. Right. That we do for the week. I actually had a cheap date night that was under $100 this past Friday, a couple days ago, two nights ago, because we record on Sundays. So on Friday night, we hit two local breweries. I had a flight. Uh, girlfriend had a flight. Uh, two different local breweries. And then we went to a place for food, and it was under 40 bucks. So I wow. did it for under 100 bucks, and it was actually a great night. So um, you know, you are able to live 
kind of on the cheap end. A lot of people don't have $100 to spend. And, you know, that's, uh, I guess, I don't know if I'm an asshole for saying that. But, um, you know, it can be done cheap if, uh, if you do your research and kind of whip around. But, uh, you know, well, even sometimes dinners or you go for a nice dinner, it's $100 for two people or whatever it is. Well, f- well, for sure, it's easy to yeah. hit a hundred bucks nowadays, whether it's groceries or dinners or whatever. I mean, we went out for fucking wings the other night, and um, and uh, you know, I had a non-alcohol beer, and uh, um, you know, the better half had had her beer and, and whatever, yep. and it was still like, well, it was like sixty bucks, man, like f- fucking oh, yeah. wings, a couple beers, and um, you know, that's cer- certainly not some extravagant dinner, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. We went out for lunch again yesterday, so we kind of did it a couple couple times this past week, and we had lunch yesterday. It was a little bit cheaper. It was about 40 bucks, I guess, something like that. Well, I don't know. Bad. But but anyway, I mean, you, you find a way. Yeah. Uh, we certainly don't live extravagantly. We don't do a lot. We don't spend a lot of money on, on stuff like that and really nice, fancy things, that's for sure. Oh, exactly, yeah. Um, but, so you find a way, but still, you know, it, it's hard to... Like I said, we don't budget, so maybe we should. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, it's hard to save money and uh, in this city and these day, these times. And I don't know. What are you going to do? It's just never ending. Well, I have the budget in place because I'm trying to save up for a down payment. And I don't even know if yeah. that's the right move anymore because housing is just out of, it's, it's out of the control. I don't, there's never any right time to buy for anything now, it seems like. But uh, especially housing, even trying to get into the market now is a, fucking pain in the ass everything's going up so 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 much and the experts quote-unquote experts whoever those people are they're saying that you know two years would be a right time but i'm just like shit two years is far 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 away well it is reason. yeah it is and you may have a, end up having a good down payment in that in in two years on top of what you you know you've got socked away now but uh yeah you know you you started it off with the with the with the prime rates going up as much as yeah. high as it is you know, so your mortgage rate is basically going to be, you know, things are expensive already. Your mortgage oh, yeah. uh, and interest rates are going to be sky high. It's just, it is not a good time. So mm-hmm. will there ever be a good time? I mean, chances are things will hopefully bottom out slow down again, off. but uh, it's, it's crazy. I don't know. And, and, and you know, I'm not going to tell you to buy a house or not to buy a house. That's up to oh, yeah, you, yeah. of course. And, um, and it depends on where you want to be, but. Exactly. It's, um, I don't know. It's just, I think it's overrated in, in many ways. And that's a, that's a general yeah. statement, I, I guess. There is a time and a place for p- maybe people to get into the real estate market. And, you know, if you have kids, it's a little bit different. Um, oh, yeah. You know, stuff like that, right? It depends on where they, you want to go to school and daycares and all that kind of stuff. You have to yep. consider all that, all those things. And for us, it just doesn't make sense. So not that See, at problem- this point in our life, right? The the main issue I had, like, and why I wanted to do it, because I refused to pay three grand for a two bedroom place, and you know yeah. that was the kind of going rate that I was seeing. I'm like, fuck that! I can get a mortgage for you know twenty one hundred dollars or whatever it was at that exact moment. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start saving. So that's kind of where my head is. And obviously, there's different places you can go, and you can go for cheaper, and you can do basement suites, and you can do all this shit. But I'm just like. Uh, yeah, I'm just like, well, we'll just start saving and kind of see what happens. Obviously, I'm not in no rush to do it, but it's just, it's it, everything out there is just so expensive. Rent, yeah. groceries, utilities, everything's going up. And we're just, us as the consumers are getting screwed. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, no kidding. And it's just, I don't know that there's any way to stop it. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people who are aware of it. And again, those asshole politicians, I think, are aware of what's going on, but they're not going to oh, yeah. do anything about it. You know, so f- like, fuck, it's just, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. So I'll, um, we'll see what happens. That's all we can do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we will. And, and again, we've just got to kind of fucking deal with it, right? And make yeah. it work somehow because it's, again, it's sadly out of our control. We just can't, we can't do anything about it except for try and watch our pennies and save, like you said, and budget if, if that's what you, you uh, if you can and. Yeah, crazy. Because a lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck, and with gas expected to rise in the summer, I think it's like one seventy-five today. It was kind of out that when I grabbed my coffee this morning, but it's supposed to go up to two eighty-five in the summer. So even more. But the even last year more. it peaked at what two fifty, two sixty, or something like that. Or yep. yeah, yeah, uh, that won't be so a surprise. With it, oh, with it going up two eighty-five, a lot of. Uh, People who are struggling are either going to put gas in your car or food on the table. It's got to be one of those two things to get to work to try to put a roof over your head for your family. Like it, it's it's getting worse and worse out there. Yeah, and I don't know if you've seen the articles, but um, a lot of people are stealing from grocery stores because they can't afford to buy groceries. They go in and grab a bunch of shit and run out. Um, so it, it's getting to that point. It's just absolute chaos out there. You know, some parts. Yeah, people do drastic things, right, when they're desperate. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, you know, and you, you certainly feel sorry for a lot of the other people out there who just don't have it as as good as, as others. And, and I'm not yeah. saying we've got it really good, but at least we've got uh, a decent job. We've yep. got a place to live, you know, got food on our table. Other people don't have that, so. Exactly. Um, but speaking about jobs, um, I'm trying to move up inside said company, BCRTC, where I am right now, I had to rewrite a cover letter. Cover letters are the most piece of shit fucking things I've ever seen in my life. Like, I had to do one, you know, three, five years ago doing it. I kind of had a generic one, but now I had to sit down and think about an actual cover letter. They, they're the stupidest, most outdated thing. Why do you have to do one? I don't understand. You're applying for a job to get the job. You're not, oh, I'm, I think my skills and qualifications will be good at this. Like, nobody gives a fuck, bro. It's just like, I need this job. Here you go. Like, I don't, I don't understand the point of a cover letter, but I wasn't around in fucking the seventies trying to apply for a job. So because you are a little older than me, do you, did you have to do cover letters for every gig or was it? Um, did it kind of die down? Did you have to do a cover letter for your current job? Do you think they're necessary? What do you think on boat cover letters? I fucking hate them. I really <laughs> I do. They, they, I, I've, I have done a, a cover letter basically for every single job, almost every single job that I have applied for. Uh, mm-hmm. And I always have because it was always the, you know, the way you did things. Yeah. <clears throat> and I still think, sadly, that's the case. Yeah, you know, it's, it, it's a fucking sales job, man. And... And I'm not applying for a sales position. I never have. I am not a salesperson. So, you know, you, 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 that's what you're doing. You're selling yourself. And, yeah. and it's just, if you're not good at it, you're not going to get the job. And that's, even though you could be very qualified for that position, maybe you're the best fucking employee in the world for that particular job. And they're yeah. not going to hire you because your fucking cover letter sucks. Or your yeah. resume sucks, right? And it's got... It's got nothing to do with your skills. You know, sure, you know, people could say, oh, yeah, well, it's all about communication, communication skills. Well, 
you could be a very good communicator and still have a shitty fucking cover letter. I mean, it's just, oh, it's yeah. just the way it is. And, um, I, you know, what, what's, what's surprising for, for me to hear your story is that, I mean, you already work for this employer and, yep. you know, they're making you basically, you know, sure you have to apply for jobs in order to move up and stuff, but, the, but yeah. the cover letter, like, fuck, like, well, the, the job up, says like it's yeah it's just fucking stupid. They've got your fucking cover letter already. They already for have it. something from when you first applied, right? Why do you want? Why do they want it again? I don't. Well, it's, it's stupid. So it's like it's stupid because it says click the apply button at the bottom of the page. It's a certain web page I have to hit to apply for this position and view other job opportunities. Instructions: Please save your cover letter and your resume as one PDF document prior to uploading your application online. Then it says questions regarding this. Can be directed at so and so. Please ensure your application is received before the posting deadline. I mean, that's obvious, but um, yeah, it's 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 stupid. I mean, it sounds like a regular job, um, like posting, well, posting for the public, and yet I assume this is on a an internal website or something like yeah. that where you have to submit your application. Yeah, yeah, that's just I don't know. That just sounds dumb. I mean, and, I mean, I mean, I know you know what. I know employers. I know it's tough. Like if if you have a if if you have a, a job that you've posted and you get two hundred applications or more uh, a lot yeah. of times, like how do you how do you start weeding out those people? I understand that, but you know, so people use the the cover letter. Basically, they you know they read the first sentence or a couple sentences and nope, nope, nope. Oh, okay, maybe maybe I'll talk more to this one, or maybe I'll read more. That's that's really what it is all about. Like, okay, yeah, that sounds interesting. I'll read a little bit more about it. I mean, I understand that process, but just I don't know. I don't. Well, it's, it's it's not fair, man. It, it really oh, isn't yeah. because again, you're you would be overlooking a lot of very qualified people for that position. So it's yeah, yeah, it's it's dumb. Like I like the first. Two paragraphs. I was reading the Google and trying to figure out the best way to write cover letters and looking at other examples of cover letters and stuff. And the first two paragraphs were fluff. As I enclosed as my application for refill, like for whatever position it is on the board where you found it, you know, yeah. with the skills I have learned as my time as the position to move forward. You know, it's it, it's it's all fluff and it's just a waste of time. Yeah. They say time is money, and cover letters. I don't. I don't see them doing anything because you really get the like. Oh, that's why you go for a job interview because they want to see you face to face, and they want to see what you have and how you are as a person, and and how you conduct yourself in a professional manner. See, yeah. that's the way it goes, not a, through a fucking letter that is just all fluff. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. Obviously, when I got turfed from uh, Chorus. I and I may have talked about it here already. Like I applied for hundreds of jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, and that's not exaggerating. I think I, I think I counted. I think I like applied for like three hundred jobs in a period yeah. of whatever eighteen months. Um, that meant a cover letter for every single fucking application. Can you just imagine yeah. how much fucking time I wasted doing up? cover letters. You have to customize your cover letter for every single job. You can't have a yeah. blanket cover letter. Sure, you can have a template that you work from, but yeah, you have to customize your cover letter and your resume for every single job and employer that you're applying for. So fucking time consuming, man. I just, yeah. I, I hated it. 
I just hope I never have to go through that again because it sucks. Exactly. It really does. Yeah. Um, it's just part of the humiliating process uh, I think I went through, you know, through that, through that time. It's just, you know, and of course, rejection letters. In most oh, cases, yeah. I, in most cases, I never even received a rejection letter. I mean, I yeah. just received no response at all. I was happy to get a rejection letter just so that oh. I know I could move on, right? So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's really made made me very very humble. It's, it was very humiliating, but it made me yeah. a very, I guess, a humble person after all that. It's just, uh, yeah, it was awful. No yep. fun at all. Anyway, anyway, good luck. I know. I guess you got to do it. I guess you at this go. point, you got to do it. Um, but uh, I mean, I certainly hope I never have to do it again. So, oh, it's bullshit. Yeah, this is bullshit. Um, other thing I have before getting into the nitty gritty is buttons on pants. <laughs> I have recently. Whoa, where's this going? Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Fine. So uh, <laughs> I was just doing my thing, and uh, the button fell off my pants. Oh, great. Okay. So I figured out. Okay. So I'm gonna attempt to sew this button back on my pants. Work pants. They're just a pair of uh, the work pants we get supplied from work are garbage. They feel like cardboard. You're wearing cardboard. So I picked up a couple pairs of Dickies pants. Whatever Dickies flex pants. I used to wear them all the time and stuff. They're comfortable. They. They have some give to it. They have the double reinforced knees, so they're theoretically pretty durable pants. But uh, within four months, the button popped off. I'm like, oh, good. So I attempted to learn how to sew a button back on. <laughs> right on. And uh, within two days of usage, or I would say even say two hours of usage, this button popped off, and uh, <laughs> I was unable to find said button. So now these pants are in a bag where I have to find a button or go somewhere and try to get a metal clasp put on. I quite enjoy that metal clasp that are in some pants, but um, it's bullshit. But uh, I was I was just asking you what your button experience is like. Do you have to have to sew things together? Can you sew for one? Because the girlfriend t- 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 like tells me it's a life skill. If you can't sew, you're fucking bullshit. I'm like, why well, can't sew? That's, <laughs> I, I get people to do. It. I, I find someone to sew a button on or to tear a, or patch a pocket or whatever it is. But uh, yes, yeah, that's not one yeah. of my life skills. I can hook up your sound system. I can try to fix your computer. Exactly. Uh, I'm not going to help you move. I can move a couch within your house, but I'm not taking it down the stairs. I'm not that guy. But uh, And I also can't sew. So <laughs> are you able to sew? Have you ever had button problems? See, I've got to start using that excuse or that reasoning or that uh, mentality as well, right? So yeah. don't, don't fuck me. You know, yes, it's my pair of pants. It's the button I, that, you know, fell off my pants. But I'm not going to fix it, man, because I just don't, yeah, I... I it's it's good. Those pair of pants are going to sit in the fucking drawer for months and months and months until that button gets fixed, and I'm not going to yeah. fix them. So th- I guess no. they're, they're they're there forever. Yeah. Um, but yes, I should start saying yes. I get I get uh, I get my better half to take care of that for me, and yeah. she always she always hums and haws. But yes, I'm going to use that excuse too or that reasoning. <laughs> you know, next time your phone fucks up, I'm not going to fix it. You figure it out yourself. Yeah, figure it out yourself. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, hey, I, I can help you, but you're going to have to help me with those buttons when I need it too. So, uh, it's the give and the take, you know, that's, like, that's all I'm that's saying. That's all part give of it. I mean, it's exactly, that's, uh, it might sound easy enough, but hey, it's, uh, I got better things to do. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the same. So I'm the same though. Me. Yes. Hey, you know what? I mean, I know it maybe doesn't work for work pants, uh, but you know that's why blue jeans are so fucking awesome. Is because oh yeah, you know most blue jeans, anyways, Levi's at least they all have the metal metal snaps or metal button, right? It's they they're, yeah. If it falls off, well, they're probably in bad shape in other <laughs> areas shape. too, right? It's usually the button that's the last thing to go on those things. So yeah. Uh, so all pants should be made the same way. They really should. Yeah. Yeah. So I have I, a standard I, on it. I hate that too. You know, you buy a new shirt or a pair of shorts or whatever it is. And two weeks later, the fucking button falls off, man. Like, come yeah. on. Really? What, what's going on here? Yeah. I can hear I somebody laughing in the background here <laughs> oh, because yeah. <laughs> she, she, she's, she's, yeah, she, uh. Yeah, she knows. She knows the pain. She can see the I, struggle. <laughs> I, I think so. I think so. I think I heard her say, oh, "I've got the headphones on," but she says it's put on by machine, and that's probably true. But oh yeah, it's a, it's a pretty, pretty bad manufacturing process. But that's the thing. If the you get the button on right a, a fresh pair of pants, it's awesome. But with it, yeah. with wear and tear and stuff, it becomes this flimsy piece of shit. And then sometimes the button breaks in half. <laughs> like, what the hell's going on? What's the quality like on this button? I just don't understand. I was like, holy shit. So now, I have this pair of pants sitting in a bag because it broke on me yesterday. I'm like, fuck! So, and this is after the repair gig. So, either... It's made chilly. My sewer didn't do a good job, or it's like once the button breaks, the pants are garbage. So uh, <laughs> put it in a bag and give it uh, give it to a donation thing. Yeah, I don't know. I suppose um, I don't know. It's it, it's it's frustrating though. It's a simple little thing, but you but need your button. You need your you need the buttons. Your pants. You can't have your pants falling down at work. And uh, yeah, so it's the, it's the essence of the pants, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, but that also reminds me. Um, when was the last time you donated clothing? Because I, because of my buttonless pants, I uh, and my parents had a bunch of shit that were kicking around. So we uh, donated to the diabetes fund. So they actually came yeah. and picked up all the shit. That's cool. So I got rid of uh, I don't know about forty rock shirts that don't fit me or if there's holes in it and stuff. Yeah. And like a bunch of dress shirts I don't wear anymore and polos and buttonless pants with the button taped onto it so hopefully someone could fix it and live a happy life. But uh, do you do you donate regularly? Where do you donate to? I know for the um, your female companion, uh, it's best to donate for uh, to the downtown east side because they're really looking for women's clothing for. So that's where... A lot of the, my mom's it's in a bag and getting to downtown east side for those ladies. But uh, for the most part, diabetes or whatever takes them. But uh, do you just donate to the blue bins? Where do you uh, donate your stuff to? No, we, we do on a regular basis, actually. Um, and I think it's called, uh, I'm trying to bring it up now. There's a, um, there's a place right downtown here, Granville and Drake Street. I think it's called the Wildlife Rescue oh, Association or, or something like that. I think... Um, I think it, it is, it, it goes to wildlife or animals or something like that anyways. So we, yeah, we you. take a lot of their clothes, a lot of other things that we just don't, you know, they're still in good shape, obviously. A lot of other things we don't need, we, uh, we take for donation there, just drop them off. And I mean, they take almost everything, which is kind of cool. So, oh, yeah. and it's just, uh, and it's just a three or four blocks away from us. So, um, uh, so yeah, it's great. Yeah, I forget yeah, I the exact name of it. I think that's what it is. Uh, it's some sort of wildlife rescue place. Good. 
well, yeah, donate your clothes. Um, you know, help people out. Uh, it's uh, it's hard out there, but it's good to go. But you know, having said that, you and probably myself, I've spent thousands upon thousand dollars on concert t-shirts, band t-shirts, and whatever it is. So yes. my idea is taking all these kind of shirts that I've worn upon the years. I have them all set in a pile, and I want to make a, sh- a quilt. Oh, you Speaking mentioned that. Sewing. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, so yeah, I'm yeah, not going to be able to do that, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to find someone to make me a quilt to do whatever it is. But yeah, I have about 70 shirts ready to rock because I want to do front and back. So it's just of yeah. all my old band shirts. I think that'll be cool. I think that's a cool way to recycle uh, the shirts that you spend thousands upon thousands of dollars on. For sure, that's uh, that's an yeah. awesome idea. Again, again, you've got to find somebody to take the time and uh, effort and and do that for you. Yeah, um, because that's a, that is a big job. That's a. Uh, it's called the Wildlife Thrift Store. That's what it is. Uh, I just it. looked it up here, so that's the name of the place. Hey, um, y- you know, I think there's quite a market for those used band T-shirts, though. You know, like the vintage ones. Yeah, the vintage ones. Because yeah. yes, you you go into some of those stores and. You know, they are in good shape, but you know they're used, and yet they're charging yeah. like 100 bucks for some of those things, right? Oh, yeah. It's just like, holy fuck, I didn't even pay that much for it myself, whatever, 30 years ago. Yeah. Well, even, even the last show I went to or the last concert t-shirt I bought was not that much, right? So Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's like anything else. It's a, it's a collectible, and there's not a lot of people who can probably afford those things, but there's at the same time, there's probably somebody out there who is going to come along and buy it. So, oh yeah, but yeah, that's a, that's a lot of money. But I think that you know, what, thrift stores and stuff kind of weird me out because you buy whatever you're gonna buy, you come home and wash it, and you know, theoretically, it's good. But it's just kind of something eerie about it for me. I'm not above it, you know. I have done it a couple times, but it's just, uh, it's uh, it's kind of a weird feeling. Yeah, I'll, I'll wash this twice. You know, <laughs> it's wearing someone else's clothing is uh, a little weird. You know, it's different if I borrow a shirt from you. I had no problem washing it back to you. But you know, like, but you know, buying a shirt that you actually paid a hundred dollars for it at a secondhand thrift store that they've upmarked to get it. Like, are you how how often are you going to wear this t shirt? You know, like, is, is it your pride and joy? Like, what what's going on with it? Yeah, yeah, I don't it's know. A little it's, weird. It's a little weird. I suppose I've done it. I've done it before. Not, oh yeah, me but too, it's yeah. but not often and stuff. I mean, it's just. Uh, I mean, I don't buy a lot of clothes, anyways, right? I think I buy I buy shorts and some black jeans and some t- black t shirts. That's really what I wear. I've got the uh, a few different things that I wear for work, and I don't spend a lot of money on clothes. So that's for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, I try not to, and I have to keep buying new clothes because my buttons fucking fall off. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know, it's just like, and, you know, the reason to try to nickel and dime and try to fix it, it still doesn't work. So they're sitting in the bag. I'm looking at them right now. Rest in peace, pants. Uh, you know, that's, that's all you can get. Those will be donated yeah. um, as soon as we can go. Well, pay, um, your mom. pay your mom to help you. Mom. She, yeah, there you go. She would uh, do I will do that. Right? Um, we'll see what happens. But uh, we talked about concerts. Let's uh, let's get into Ticketmaster. A lot of tickets are going on sale. A lot of artists are touring, even though COVID is still alive and well. Oh shit, we should talk. We'll talk about that after. But um, <laughs> okay. there is um, there's still concerts are ridiculously overpriced, and especially here in Vancouver. Um, Madonna's coming to town. First off, are you a Madonna fan, and have you seen her live? I have not seen her live. I probably, I never really wanted to, and I yeah. certainly won't do it now with 
with a bunch of for a bunch of different reasons, and certainly prices are are one of them. And I you sent this information about the oh yeah upcoming show here in Vancouver at Rogers Arena, and yeah, it's just ridiculous. So uh, Madonna's coming to town. She's playing Rogers Arena. Fuck who cares? July fifteenth, I think, and um, the main tickets went on sale pretty quickly, but the resale tickets now they're going for. Thirty-two fifty. A verified resale ticket is going for three thousand nine hundred eighty-nine dollars, um, and that's including fees. But fees on these tickets are ranging from two hundred eighty-nine dollars all the way to seven hundred thirty-nine dollars. Like there is no reason for a seven hundred dollar thirty-nine or seven hundred dollars seven hundred dollar and thirty-nine dollar. Oh shit. $739 service fee rather than greed. It's, it's, I have never seen something like that. And I think this is the most expensive I've ever seen it. Um, it's, to me, it's crazy. With the Ticketmaster app, the photo that I've sent you, you can see the verified resale tickets, but you can also see in blue the tickets that haven't sold yet. And those tickets that haven't sold yet are $841 plus. $159 in fees, which is $1,000.05. I'm like, wow, what a deal. Uh, but uh, it's, it's getting crazy for tickets. Um, and then the next thing I have is Coldplay. Coldplay are playing BC Place. Madonna's playing Rogers Arena. So BC Place is double the capacity of Rogers Arena here in Vancouver, British Columbia. Uh, tickets for Coldplay here in Vancouver are $500. The first, show, uh, the first show that they're playing sold out, so they added a second show. I thought they'd be cheaper, but the same price, they're uh, $500. But in Seattle, just down the street, you know, it's $400 cheaper for almost the same price, like almost the same seat in the house. So why is Vancouver getting hosed for ticket prices where Seattle is, uh, you know, $400 cheaper? I just uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what's going on here. I mean, I'm looking at those uh, screen captures of those images that you sent me, and yeah, the yeah. Seattle, Seattle prices for Coldplay. I assume they're way up in the fucking nosebleeds. Uh, yeah, they are. But and these are these are standard tickets. Uh, these this is not a verified resale or anything like no. that. So it's standard tickets are about seventy five bucks, right? So, um, but yeah. But yeah, then you get into BC Place and the and the verified resale tickets. I mean, it looks like the nosebleeds for those are like five hundred bucks, over five hundred yeah. bucks for fucking nosebleeds for. I, I mean, that's just crazy. I don't know what the regular ticket price was for that seat when it was originally purchased, but I mean, somebody well, is trying to make a fucking killing, and Ticketmaster is double dipping and making. Uh, you know, basically they're getting, they're collecting fees, getting, they're getting paid twice. And yeah, I mean, I know this, I, I don't, I'm not saying I agree with it, but I guess the service fees are based on a percentage of the, of the sale price. I, I assume so. that's what it is. So it's not a flat rate, obviously it's based on, okay, well, if I sell a hundred dollar ticket, they're going to take 7% or whatever that number is. They're going to take yeah. a percentage if uh, so, it's say seven dollars. If it's a two hundred dollar ticket, they're taking fourteen dollars. So yeah, um, but it's still fucking stupid, and it's it just this. It, it just continues. It goes on. The Ticketmaster, the Live Nation bullshit goes on, and um, I, I don't know. You know, 
you you also sent well we also we both know about it there was some senate meetings in the in the states uh, surrounding yeah. this and again it it originated with the taylor swift fiasco yep uh but i wonder what's going to come of all that i mean it just seems like all of those politicians who are probably all assholes oh, let, yeah. let me let me said so um <laughs> you know what are they going to do about it they are all in agreement that that's you know, what's happening is wrong and that, you know, Ticketmaster should be split up. Ticketmaster and Live Nation should be broken up again. Yeah. But what are they going to do about it? Uh, I don't know. It's, um, yeah, it, it's just, it's just crazy. And again, it's us consumers who are getting, getting, who are, we're paying for it if we can even afford the tickets in the first place. Yeah. And of course, a few one percenters and scalpers and bots who are, they're, they're the ones making a profit all off all of this, you know, so... Uh, so, you know, they're not complaining, but, uh, I don't know. The average Joe is getting ripped off again. Oh yeah. And Ticketmaster are using the worst, uh, worst excuse as possible. Uh, the presidents of, uh, Live Nation said they were being attacked by bots. And then yeah. someone came up and said, you know what? They get bot attacks every single day by the thousands, by the thousands. Other websites have figured it out. Why haven't you? Yeah. You can't blame the bots for what happened at the Taylor Swift thing. It just doesn't make sense. There is more to that story that you're not hearing. And yeah. they're, they're calling it out. They're trying to do it. Um, when they, uh, it's been proven that, so I went, I, I was trying to go to this Coldplay ticket, our show. They put on a good show. I was going with a friend of mine who's coming up from Los Angeles who hasn't seen Coldplay in many, many years. So he's like, hey, get us to Coldplay tickets. So I went to find these Coldplay tickets. When I went on at 10 a.m. to get these tickets, they, I get put in this virtual queue. This virtual queue takes forever to go. And it's, uh, once you get it, all the good seats are gone. You're fucked. You kind of get what's left. You hit buy and you're kind of good to go. Um, evidence has now shown that when you're in this virtual queue, the process is slowed down. It increases the money that Ticketmaster makes because they make money on the fees and the ticket prices go up due to dynamically priced tickets. Ticketmaster makes more off that, he claims. So it's their advantage to slow that process down. Wow. Holy fuck. So thus is the consumer. Okay, 10 a.m., let's go. I'm lining up or getting ready to go virtually because I can't go line up in person anymore because that was the way to do it. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in this virtual queue. It's going slow as fuck. It just doesn't work. And this is, you know, I've had experiences with this in the past. Like a bunch of us were trying to buy tool tickets. And I have five guys on it. We have a group chat going trying to buy tool tickets. And we all kind of end up in the same position in this queue. And it still doesn't work. But, yeah, to hear that they're slowing down the queue. Wow. First off, they, can, they, can't attack, they can't fight bots, but they can slow down queues. And second off, like, how is that even legal? And, you know, I think yeah. that's what's going on. They're just, everyone's just firing at them and they're trying to answer all these questions because you're right, they merged and everybody's just getting fucked. Well, and again, it's a whole bunch of different things at play here, right? It's, yeah. uh, it's the dynamic pricing. It's yeah. slowing down the, the system. It's their verified resale and the uh, double dipping with the service charges applied to the, to those uh, tickets being sold again. It's the bots. It's like it's all of those things, and it's just like, fuck. What what else are they going to do to try and screw people? It's uh, yeah, you know. And so again, they they're they're a monopoly. Well, almost. I mean, there's there's there are only one or two other companies in the whole world. 
who can probably compete with them. And uh, I don't know that they're any better. And one of them is, um, what is it, AXS? AXS. Um, you know, so they, I know there, you sent also a story about uh, somebody who is uh, going on tour and will be selling exclusively through uh, the AXS system. And they're yes. trying something different to solve some of those issues. Now, I think they they probably understand the whole process a little bit better than Ticketmaster does by the sounds of it. And I'm not saying I necessarily support them. I'm not saying that they are always doing things right. Obviously, they're in this to make money. But, yep. um, you know, it sounds like whatever is happening there is is certainly a lot better than what Ticketmaster does anyway. So Exactly. Um uh, just, to, just I guess to kind of build on that because I didn't hear about this. You sent the story. Uh, Zach yeah. Bryan, who's a country star, he's announced a tour and he's completely uh, avoiding uh, Ticketmaster. He's using AXS for all the ticketing purposes. Uh, apparently, they have a better registration system and don't have the same issues that that uh, Ticketmaster and Live Nation does. So, yep. Uh, I highlighted one thing here. It says tickets, tickets purchased through the AXS system cannot be transferred or resold for profit. The announcement declared. Yeah. And in four cities, London, Ontario, Philadelphia, Nampa, and Wichita, tickets cannot be sold, resold, period. So tickets cannot be resold, period. And all other cities, there will be a special marketplace site setup where fans can sell tickets to other fans at face value only. See, that's so, awesome. So that is awesome. I hope it works. I hope it works. Uh, yeah. At least they're trying to do something, right? Ticketmaster can fucking, they can take a fucking hike. Oh, yeah. I'm not, seriously, man, I'm not giving them any more money. I, I'm not. And that means no no shows at the Commodore. That means no yep. shows at... Uh, uh, Rogers Arena. Not that I'm into big concerts anymore. Anyway, um, the Boston Bruins are playing here in a couple of weeks against against the Canucks, and I've been really thinking about buying a ticket. I've looked on Ticketmaster. I've gone there two or three times looking at prices, and yeah. you know, I'm what even for they? nosebleeds. Even for nosebleeds, there's still some regular tickets left. So these are not verified tickets. Uh, I think they're. They're a hundred bucks or something like that. I can't remember what the oh, cheapest ticket okay. was. So that's not too bad. Maybe maybe a little less for some of the nosebleeds in the uh, right at the end of the arena. So uh, so the prices aren't that bad. But again, I'm just I'm the fact is I'm giving fucking Ticketmaster money and I just don't want to fucking do it. They can fuck off. So I'll if I if I want to go bad enough, I'll just like I've done in previous years. I'll go see a, a scalper and, and buy a fucking seat with uh, five minutes gone in the first period. I can probably get a ticket for 50 bucks. Oh, yeah, that's what you I've know? done. So, so fuck it. it. Uh, sure, you're taking, taking a chance with scalpers, but I mean, I think most of them, most of the regular ones, you kind of know who they are hanging out around the arena. And, um, you know, I, I don't think, I don't think they're going to screw you. I'm not saying no. it will never happen, but I think... I think if you want to spend 50 bucks, take a chance on 50 bucks for a ticket, you're probably probably going to be okay. Yeah. I went to uh I went and saw the Blackhawks after uh, like whatever, the, after the Canucks lost to them that one year and they came back whatever it was. And uh their regular season game, we went like 10 minutes left in the first period and we got tickets for $10. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. See? They just want to offload them, right? Yeah. So yeah. they're just trying to make any sort of money off it. And there's like exactly. five of us. And they're like, what do you got? <laughs> He's like, well, they'll do $20. I mean, we'll do $10 each. He's like, yep. Gave them a 50. Gave us five tickets. We walked right in the building. Yeah. So it was uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So, so fuck. I mean, I just, um, yeah, I just... Uh, you know, it's, uh, I'll never say never, but, but again, you know, I've been pretty, pretty true now since things have opened back up again. I've yeah. only been to one concert and, and again, that's because a buddy came to town and uh, he had a spare ticket, and, uh, so it was good to see him and a couple other people who were there at the show. And, uh, so yeah. I went, but otherwise, otherwise, fuck it. I'm not giving them any more money. Yeah. Fuck. Um, I, I, you know, I would love to be in that mindset and do it, but I like, uh, I still, I have, there's a lot of artists who I still haven't seen and I still yeah. haven't been to the Commodore since the COVID and my return to the Commodore is the last Friday of this month, February 24th. I'm going with, uh, Dale from Universal Music, our good buddy uh, Dale, cool. yeah. and, uh, we're going to go see Tove Low at the Commodore Ball. Uh, okay. So cool. Pop Axe, he's from Sweden. So we're doing that. Uh, what else do I have? I bought uh, tickets for the heavy, which we'll be talking about later. But they're playing the uh, rickshaw sometime cool. in May. And uh, Ticketmaster wise, I had to buy my Metallica ticket through Ticketmaster because it's who they deal with. So yeah, uh, I dealt with them. And then Ed Sheeran, who uh, is coming to Vancouver for playing BC Place, I bought tickets for that through Ticketmaster. But uh, um, what should we call it? Uh, rickshaw uses, or what do they use? Well, it depends on the promoter, I guess, because there's uh, there's TicketWeb. TicketWeb is still around, I think, right? TicketWeb. Yeah, that's that's how I got um, it. TicketWeb. Yeah, so there are, you know, their service charges have gone up now a little bit too, because they used to be fairly fairly cheap. Now they're getting a little expensive. So I just don't. I mean, they'll never become Ticketmaster, but still, I just uh, I hope it just doesn't get too outrageous uh, with these little guys. I know they're they're looking to make a buck too, but still, it's uh, like, come on, fuck! You don't need to charge outrageous amounts for service charges, service fees. So I bought tickets for the heavy through TicketWeb. The price of the ticket was forty dollars. Yeah, the fee is nine dollars and one cent. Okay, so I mean, you're starting to, I don't know. I mean, that's not too bad. That's Anything too under bad. that's not too bad. Anything under ten bucks is is okay, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you're, but if you're paying a, for a $25 ticket and you're paying 10 bucks, well, like, fuck, what's really? What? I, I know there's probably a flat rate. It's not like they're, they're going to go below, you know, six or seven or eight bucks or anything like that, regardless of the ticket price. But yeah, still anyway. Um, uh, hey, hey, did you ever get your money back from the Rolling Stones show that was canceled? I'm sure you got refunded by now, didn't you? Uh, because they that? held on to your cash for like forever, didn't they? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually didn't buy those tickets. So I, again, we did that queue thing. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, the friend who bought the tickets, um, he, well, he got a better seat through the, through the queue, whatever it was. So I just sent him the money and he had the ticket, right? So when it got canceled, he just sent me the money back and I don't know when he got the cash back or whatever oh, okay. it was. I, yeah. Okay. Cause I thought... At that time, they were not giving refunds for that show because there was a hope that, well, maybe they would reschedule at some point, yeah. right? And uh, so I thought that was money out of your pocket. And I, yeah, I thought you had bought the tickets. And uh, so, yeah. yeah, I was just wondering how that worked. So, 
I sure but I'm hope. assuming he got refunded. Yes, I sure, I sure <laughs> hope so. I hope yeah, so. I sure hope so, yeah. Oh, fuck, I forgot about that. They were playing Vancouver finally because we were going to go, but I couldn't because I just started a new job. I couldn't make the trip to Seattle. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they were coming back, and then they canceled it because one of them got COVID or some, something. Or was, I, fuck, I don't remember what happened anymore. Or was it COVID just starting? It was COVID I, just. Uh, it was COVID just started. I think it was twenty. Yeah. yeah, that show was supposed to be in May of twenty twenty. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So they turfed that entire show. Crazy. So um, anyway, I actually haven't seen the Stones on tour recently. I haven't actually seen anything about that. I know Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band are are touring right now, and everyone's losing their minds. But uh, I haven't seen the Rolling Stones. On tour, I wonder if they're still touring. I actually, I yeah, I haven't heard anything over in Europe at all. Um, yeah, I have no idea. Interesting, interesting. Even even uh, uh, they even need to take breaks themselves. They might be up there in their fucking late seventies. Even they got to take a oh yeah, Mick, Mick and the boys got to got to relax, hit the beach somewhere, and take it easy. Yeah, they have nothing. Last show they played was in Germany in August uh, August third, twenty twenty two. That long ago, eh? Yep. Great, great. Uh, right but we talked about uh, we talked about COVID, so let's talk about COVID here. Um, the WHO is considering ending the pandemic because doctors are spreading misinformation. I read this story, and I was like, "What is going on with the world?" So let me pull it back up because I closed the window by accident because I'm an idiot. Uh, but <laughs> so it was as the as the WHO, the World Health Organization, yeah. considers ending the p- pandemic. Doctors they're not they're not end- considering it because doctors are spreading further information. It's it's a just to clarify, it's doctors yeah. s- are fearing further spread because the WHO may consider ending the pandemic. Or did they see now? Did they did they ever do that? Because these stories are from the end of January, and they say that, um, let's see, they were supposed to make a decision at right about that time. They're yeah. set to announce on Monday whether or not they consider the, the uh, whether, whether it still considers COVID a global health emergency. So what was the answer? I didn't even read the news. What's the, what's the story there? The answer is they don't know. They're okay. still debating about it. But they are, um, right? Yeah, when I went looking for this like yesterday while I was at work, I couldn't find any other things. But it's where is it? The uh, it says the WHO director will make the official call on the status of COVID nineteen based on the advice of his committee. <laughs> so, right. and that hasn't happened yet. And this was posted February second. At okay. nine twenty-seven a.m. So I guess they're working on it. When was February second? Uh, Thursday. So yeah, yeah, something like that. Maybe we'll get an answer on Monday tomorrow. Who knows? But uh, yeah, it's uh, I don't know. COVID's still alive and well. Cases are still happening. I had to go looking for the numbers because uh, it's very hard, and all I can find is Canadian COVID stats. And uh, the current hospitalizations are 3,629. There's currently 191 ICU administrations. And so far, uh, there's been 50,202 deaths. And that the seven-day average is 33. So it's still alive and well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's, uh, I, I don't know. I just, I wonder, you know, I'm still taking 
precautions. Obviously, when I'm flying, I'm still wearing the mask. On buses, I'm still wearing the mask. I, I, I hate to admit it, I've gotten a little bit lax when it comes in, you know, going into grocery stores or something like that. Um, I, I find myself not wearing it all the time. Yeah. Like I used to. Um, I don't know. I hope that's, I'm not going to regret that. Uh, you know, cause I'm still trying to take care of myself, you know, but I'm, yeah. you know, trying to take care of everybody else around me too. And, uh, that it includes here at home. It includes when I do go to Alberta to see my parents. Yeah. I mean, that's the last thing I want to do, especially is to take something to them, you know? So that's why I'm certainly wearing it. I will continue to wear it on planes and, and whatever. So I don't know. It's just, um. Uh, yeah, I, I just I, I just don't know. You don't hear anything. You don't hear the numbers. You don't hear any more about vaccines. You know, what's coming next for the vaccines? What's next for the variants? Uh, I just I just don't know. It is still out there. That's that's see, that's the thing. We can't yeah. we cannot, you know, the world sure the World Health Organization might deem this to be endemic which means that it's still out there, but it's not necessarily a huge public threat or anything like that. But I don't know if that's, uh, and I guess that's why, you know, it has some doctors scared and that's, you know, people are going to let their guard down even more and it's just going to create more problems and linger on forever. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, it's still like, I, like, um, how like I'm still cautious. Like every time I go into a mall or a superstore or something like that, I wear the mask loud and proud, walk around, whatever it is. Uh, public transit always, yes. Yeah. But concerts and stuff, I, I didn't wear it at the Black Label show I was at. Uh, mind you, I was about six beers deep, so I kind of forgot. <laughs> but uh, I don't. You know. um, but that's no excuse. I mean, you should still be taking yourself. And I don't actually remember sure. seeing. Um, I actually don't remember seeing anyone in a mask there, which is odd. No, that's not. Um, but a I still, I still go to like superstore or whatever it is. Superstore is my grocery store of choice. I, because um, theoretically it's cheaper, but not really. Uh, but I still see people walking around a mask there. There's a couple cashiers who are still wearing their masks, so that you know, yep. it's, it's good to see that. Yep. But yeah, you're right. The um, a lot of people aren't uh, aren't wearing the mask or have kind of gotten relaxed about it or or whatever it is. But yeah, it's uh, it's still out there, man. Like it's, uh, and I've only gotten sick. Uh, well, I was sick for a while, and I got sick for a bit, and I had this cough I couldn't get rid of, and it's finally kind of gone. But I actually went and saw my P or uh, my uh, doctor this week, and I was asking her about the next COVID vaccine because I'm due for my fourth booster, and she said to hold off and wait for the fifth fifth booster that's coming out. So I think there's going to be another booster shot coming out. She said within the next couple of weeks, there'll be an announcement made or something like that, or she okay. hopes there'll be an announcement made. So I think there's going to be one more booster coming out. So, See, that's uh, what's, kind of, what, what's kind of strange is that, I mean, I just have not been, I have not heard or read anything about that. Uh, uh, that's why it just seems like it's, the way people are carrying on is that it's just basically, it's uh, like it is over, like it's no longer yeah. a pandemic and that's just the wrong way to think. So. Uh, this, this, this is, this is a report that was released, I guess there's not a lot here, but it's just after the links that you sent and the information you sent, it's, yeah, of course. so they are saying the pandemic is probably at a transition point 
But then it says that it remains, COVID still remains to be a public health emergency of international concern. So in order to, to me, that sounds like, yes, it's still a pandemic. So people and people should know that still. So, um, anyway, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Fuck. It's crazy. It's all crazy. It is all crazy. Uh, what else is happening? Uh, Netflix. Are you, so you've dropped Netflix, Spotify. Um, so you're not paying for any of this shit. We have not paid for any of those for quite some time. I mean, I think I dumped Netflix itself a while a long time ago. And then yeah. Spotify followed. So yeah, I don't pay for that bullshit anymore at all. Good. Because a lot of people are going to follow your suit. Uh, Netflix has announced, well, during COVID, they wanted everybody to uh, use their service and whatever it is. And uh, use Netflix to do to stream their content, whatever it is. But now it's been coming out that they don't want you to share the password anyway, any or at any means. They want you to everyone to buy different accounts and whatever it is. So they've come up with a way of uh, to password sharing. They don't want you to password share anymore. So how they're doing it is that the according to the Netflix Helper Center webpage. It says that all devices must be associated with one singularly primary location that requires a Wi-Fi connection and login every 31 days. Netflix will prompt any user who signs into that account somewhere to register from their own or second account instead and block access until they do. The streamer will not automatically charge the account holders for whose information is outside their home, however. And it says, just to combat any confusion, because I'm already confused, uh, Netflix will offer profile transfer feature to share lists and queue lists, show recommendations, and watch history amongst password sharers who want to preserve their pre-existing profiles from another account. So uh, I don't actually know what I just read, but it sounds like it's a shit show. Well, it it is, because they have now backtracked from that statement. And um, so... I mean, the thing is with, with Netflix is they've known all along that people share their passwords and that's, I mean, like basically everybody is using everybody else's accounts. And I think they, even though they were aware of it, I mean, I think even in some ways, I think they public, publicly promoted that. I mean, it it went, I think as far as, as that, like they didn't care basically. And now they're trying to lock things down. Um, well, for various reasons, obviously money's the big one. So they're, they feel they're missing out on big dollars by not everybody having their own account. So, but they've backed down from that statement now. So, um, because yeah, people were in an uproar. People were, were fucking crazy, going crazy over it and threatening to leave Netflix and well, other reasons, but. So they've backtracked, but uh, but I think there's still something coming, and I don't. I've been trying to figure out exactly what it is. I, I don't think it's going to be as extreme as you know, ba- locked down to your home location and whatever logged in, you know, checking your login every 31 days. I think I think what's going to happen now is that if you are outside of your home or if you are using a different IP address, basically they are going to send the account owner a a code. Basically, it's like two-factor authentication, I think. Yeah. So they're going to send the account holder a code and basically that person can use that code themselves if they're away from home or send it to whoever is trying to access the account. They can send them that code and and then they can get in. Is that yeah. 
But is that really going to solve their their concerns? Because well, it's not, right? It mean it still means uh, okay. My I I share my account with my mom. Yeah, uh, I don't. But honestly, I guess I did. Uh, I yeah. did when I had an account, right? So here she is, one province over. She was able to use my Netflix account because I gave her my username password. Yep. What what this means now, I think, is that okay, if she wants to use my account. Um, it's going to know that she is not in Vancouver or this area. Uh, okay, well, verify your account with a, enter in this, uh, verification code that you receive by email or text message or whatever. Yeah. She'll call up, she'll give me a ring. I'll give her the code and she's back on her way of watching whatever the hell she wants. Yeah. I think that's what Netflix is going to do. But, but again, it's not going to solve their concerns necessarily about sharing passwords to people who don't live in your household. So I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I don't think they know what the fuck they're doing. (laughs) No. So it's just a fucking shit show. And again, they've raised a bunch of controversy and I think people are still wanting to dump Netflix just because they are a bunch of idiots. So we'll have to see what happens with that. You still have Netflix or your 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 mom and dad, the roommates have Netflix or how, Yeah, the pair of roommates, happening? my dad yeah. watches a lot of Netflix. He watches okay. a lot of shows. He just loves watching TV shows. So he watches fucking everything. I'm like, "Hey dad, what are you watching?" He's watching some like movie with German subtitles with English <laughs> subtitles. I'm like, "What the fuck is He's just he's going out of town." But uh <laughs> yeah, he watches a lot of stuff, but what Netflix has going for them is that if you talk about streaming services, they're one of the first and a lot of people know what Netflix is. Right. But, you know, for them to alienate their customer database or whatever their customers like this saying, "Hey, we're going to crack down on the users." Like People are just pissed, man. Oh yeah, and people are going to bail. Yeah, and they're not the only big dog in the pond anymore. Like there's, there's so many stream. Everyone has a streaming service because they're following Netflix model. Like yeah. you know, the big ones are like Crave, like here in Canada, and uh, I guess Amazon Prime Video has a bunch of shit. Plus, you know whatever else you can do. But you know they're they're just shooting themselves in the foot. Just backtrack on it, say, hey, April Fool's, and move on with your life. Who gives a shit after sharing passwords? As long as the content's being watched, it's good to go. Because, I don't know, when was it? Like six, eight months ago, they tried to introduce like a cheaper tier, and they included ads? Yes. Well, yeah, yeah exactly, right? Yeah. Well, and they didn't try it. It's, it is something oh, yeah, that, that they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Is that so, still around? I think so. Yeah, I think so. And uh, so, I mean, they're doing all kinds of things like that, right? So they're, they're cutting content. They are raising their rates. They are throwing in ads for the lower tiers. Uh, like fuck. Like who wants to? Who wants to watch? I mean, I signed up for Netflix because, well, because of the content, but also because I didn't have to watch those fucking ads. Yeah. Why? Why should I pay for advertising? No well, fucking way. Hey, did way. you know that Netflix now is twenty ninety nine? Is it really? For, yeah. So for, is that for four K or or HD? Uh, that's for 4K. So the, yeah, that's the okay. premium thing. So yeah. premium Netflix is $20.99. You get the best video quality, which is 4K HDR, and you get everything. Uh, you have the standard account, which is $16.49. Um, you get better video quality. It's 100 or 1080p. And then you have the basic with ads, which is $5.99. The maximum revolu- or resolution is 720p. But you can't download the content. You only can just watch it wherever you stream your video content from. Right. But, uh, that's crazy. I didn't know it was that expensive. I mean, I mean, so $16.99 for 1080p. I mean, I remember when it used to be, what, $8.99 or something like yeah. that. 
And that wasn't that long ago, really, was it? No. I don't think so. It wasn't at all. You know, so it's almost doubled in in a short period of time. And well, yeah, you, so you kind of wonder why people are pissed off. And 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 you're right. Uh, there was a time when maybe they could get away with this stuff, but they can't. They can't anymore. There's they just too much too much competition. There's all of the network streaming channels now too, like like HBO and like uh, Paramount and Peacock and. Uh, oh, yeah, all yeah. of those other ones, right? So, like there's there's so many options now and uh, and other ways that I haven't mentioned. So fuck, it's like it's, it's, it's yeah, they're shooting themselves in the foot. It's, you kind of wonder how much longer they're going to be around because yeah. they just, uh, they keep pissing people off and people will bail for sure. I mean, it's already happened and it's probably going to continue. Um... I was on my, I hit the wrong button on my gaming TV and I have a Samsung something or other and a Samsung TV, there's a Samsung TV and I somehow I started watching Hell's Kitchen and it was streaming through because my TV's hooked up, it's smart TV so it's hooked up to the network and I was yep. able to stream Hell's Kitchen, no problem, like it fast forward and stuff and this is through Samsung so, yeah. you know, I've never seen that before, I was like, holy shit, this is new, this is cool. Yeah, because uh, I've got it on my phone. Yeah, because yeah. I have a Samsung device, so I can get yeah. Samsung TV. Uh, Plex has some live TV programming. Um, yep. It's so it, that's all free. Uh, there's something called Pluto TV. Pluto TV has been around for a while, but it's yeah. all free. I think I think uh, there are ads on it though. I've never I've never watched Pluto. Um, Crackle is another one. Crackle's been around forever. Crackle's been around forever. The quality yeah. isn't great. I think there might be advertising with that as well. But again, this is all free shit, right? And yep. sure, it's it, you, it may not have the latest and greatest of movies, um, but you can still watch stuff, right? And uh, CBC Gem is free if you if you like that. There's some good programming on there actually. CBC Gem, yeah. um, lots of free options. You know that people can people can. <clears throat> take advantage of so it's true uh people are people have cut the cord but uh so that means cable but um with all the streaming options now too people are looking to dump all that stuff because it's just you can't it's almost as bad now okay you, yeah. you need a crave account you need a netflix account you need an amazon account all of that all adds up to the same price of cable if you had it too so yep fuck who can afford all that shit right and even with cable stuff, even some of that stuff is now on demand. Like if you want to watch whatever it is, they'll get the episode, you know, two, three weeks later, but you're not yeah. up to date. So that's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a vicious cycle. Yes, yeah, I, yeah. I've, I've had, I've had paid for anything in since 20 or 2003, I've cut the cord. So almost 20 years. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time. It's a long time, and uh, I found other ways to get around it, and we'll just leave it at that. But speaking about cord cutting, have you heard of this thing called IPTV? Uh, well, yes. I mean, I mean, a, a lot I mean, of it's it been is been around forever. Well, yeah, and even even your even like Telus is technically IPTV because it's not traditional cable. I guess yeah. it's using it's using uh, internet or a network to provide you that programming, right? So. Yeah. Um, you know, because it's all digital, it all uses all digital boxes and stuff like that. So that technically is IPTV. Yeah. Right. So. 
Um, but the uh, the kids out there are now you pay a certain dude whatever two three hundred bucks and you subscribe to his ITP, IPTV and you get everything for free. You can search for shit. It streams all the sports. You can do whatever you want for it. And I was yeah. trying to look into it, but I wasn't. I was unsuccessful. But that's you got to find someone who's kind of hosting the service. You pay him to get access to that server, and you get all this kind of shit for free. Uh, and to me, it works like that old black box. Remember the black box you would get that it would be scrambled, and you would plug it into your cable and unfilter whatever it was, and you'd be able to watch the wrestling events or boxing event or whatever it was. To me, it kind of feels like that, but. Uh, I don't actually really know what it is because you're right. IPTV is still existing. Tell us whatever it yeah. is. The Shaw Mobile, what Shaw has it, whatever they're doing, so you can watch it on your device. But uh, yeah, this is the illegal way of doing it. I don't really know how that works. And I think it's kind of a ripoff. Three hundred dollars or four hundred dollars for the year. That's all. I mean, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I guess it's not that much. But uh, I don't think it should be that much. But whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I don't do it. I don't know. Um, what else? What else do we got? Oh, I want to talk about this. Um, so one of the the hottest show right now is The Last of Us. And uh, have you watched it by chance? Uh, yes, yes. Three episodes in. Uh, episode four is on tonight. They're tonight being released tonight. Yes. So we are caught up, up to date, and yeah. Uh, have you watched? I, it? I am also up to date. So. Okay. Um, a great show. It follows the game almost to a T, except this last episode. Um, last episode really got into Bill and Frank, and I was, it was. I mean, theoretically, that was the highest rated television show of all time on a broadcast. I saw some stat on it, but that's regardless. But you found this great thing on CBC. It says uh, talking about what's happening, and it says scientists warn fungal infections are growing or are, are a growing global threat, likely due to climate change. And yeah. uh, drug resistance. So they're saying, well, I mean, the premise of Last of Us, uh, spoilers, I mean, it, it's a fungal infection that takes over the body and, uh, you know, you pretty much turn into a zombie mutant, kind of whatever it is. Yeah. They're kind of saying that, uh, you know, it's getting closer and closer to reality, which is fucking terrifying. It's it's pretty scary. I mean, it's not like, I don't think it's like people are going to be walking around as zombies even though some people already do they're so f- fucking dumb and stupid and uh, oh, but yeah. anyway but anyways it but it but it's going to take over your body it'll take over your brain it'll be basically make your brain mush and uh it is it's it's like all any other virus or fungi or or bacteria i guess out there though the way things are mutating the way things are changing Climate change has a lot to do with that. It's just like we're getting into some pretty weird stuff happening here. We're getting like when when with climate change, look at all the permafrost that is uh, is melting in the you know in the in the Arctic and the Siberia and all of those places. Right there yeah. are gases, there are bacteria, there are organisms being released because of that permafrost. Is is basically going away who knows what's going to bring uh who knows what's coming because of all this and uh, i don't know it is it is pretty scary we're getting into some cr- pretty crazy things here in, in the next little while and um yeah yeah i mean apparently i mean this article says that fungi are killing more than 1.5 people million people every year that's fuck yeah 1.5 million people. people because of fungi and uh 
it's crazy stuff. And it's just going to keep happening. You know, these threats, these threats to uh, humans, to uh, anything, any living being is just, uh, we don't know what's going to happen here. We don't know where this yeah. is going. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Everything has to evolve. So this is evolving yeah. and, and uh, you know, it's getting it's scarier and scarier. Um, I had a fungus, inf- and fungus infection on my foot. No idea how I got it. I was on using some sort of cream for, I think it was four or five months before it finally went away. But it was like this big brown spot. I couldn't fucking get rid of it. This cream was, you know, slowly getting it. But it was just on my foot. Couldn't get rid of it. I have no idea how it started. I have no idea how I got it. Like, I, I don't know. I'm like, do I stop eating mushrooms? What's happening? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but that's, but, uh, but that's yeah. the thing. I mean, that's, that's something, well, I don't know if it was like athlete's foot or, I mean, but that's what it, that's what it is. It, it is yeah. a fungi, right? And I'm not saying that's what you, oh, what you had, yeah. but I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a topical or that's a skin type of, uh, infection. I suppose that was, that's caused by a fungus. These yeah. are more systemic things that get inside your body and yeah. get into your organs. And, uh, I mean, some of them I think are life threatening. So, well, obviously if 1.5 million people have died, so. Um, I don't know. It, it, sure, it's just a TV show, man, but it's, uh, <laughs> there's some pretty scary shit happening out there with pandemics and fungi. Oh, yeah. And everything going on out there right now. So, well, even before it was a TV show, it was the game. And so the, it yeah. really, uh, um, it re- released, when did it release? I think it was 2000 and 2013 was the original game. So, yeah, and if the if the like you've watched the show, that it's just amazing. The game is almost better because it's just. I mean, you're playing, you're walking around, you're you're. Uh, it's what a great game! One so, of the best games I've ever played. So let's let's stick with this latest episode. Well, let's stick with yeah. the series now itself, since we're here. What uh, you you said it does follow the game quite closely. Does this yes. latest episode? Um, and there may be spoilers here for people who are. Uh, listening and care about this sort of thing and I haven't watched the show yet but like this episode three like is any of that stuff in the game because so, I was I was wondering well, like what the, okay so what is going on here why are they telling us this story and yes they at at especially at the end they show how yeah. it kind of ties together but still like that was a fucking hour of my time and you okay now it makes sense I guess a little bit but is there any more to this like like is do these characters make a difference in the rest of the season here, I suppose? And we'll find out, but, uh, but yeah, I was just, it's, it's, it threw me off. It's, I, I don't know the purpose of it. Uh, sure. It was entertaining. Uh, yeah. sure. You could see these two characters develop, uh, together, but like, where are we going here? Is this a waste of time or what? Uh, well, I mean, it was, that's the one that, I mean, that's the biggest change from the game. So the, in the game, the note that they leave, so Ellie and Joel go to the house because they had that th- uh, prior commitment, whatever it is, and Joel knew about this place and he was going yep. toward the place. So that letter is in the game, but you okay. don't really know the story behind the thing. And because I played the game almost a year ago, so it's kind of kind of blurry, but I still think um, when you in the game, you walk into the house, you meet Bill. So you find Bill, you walk into the house, and you see Frank... Frank has offed himself in the game, and you and you okay. kind of see what happens. So okay. it's uh, it's it's completely different, and they kind of rewrote it a little bit. But I mean, I I 
don't I don't know if I, I appreciate what they did for that episode, but I don't think it was necessary in the storytelling of the series. Yeah. And okay. uh, it was kind of, you know, it kind of threw me off. Like, yes, it was kind of like a kind of a love story and stuff, and it was well acted and all the stuff, and you can find love in weird places and all this shit. But fuck, it was some points it was kind of uncomfortable to watch because I'm watching it with my dad. I'm like, oh, fuck. And then, um, <laughs> you know, like, it's just kind of like, uh, it was a little off. I mean, it was well done. You know, I'm glad the story is told because it's one of the, well, like I said, it's the highest rated, one of the highest rated episodes and shows of all time. Uh, so it, it's good, like a story like that got out there, especially in the world, in the today's, you know, culture and stuff. But yeah, uh, deviated a little bit from the game, but at the very end when Joel and Ellie are walking back to, or to his house, whatever it is, all the equipment and stuff is there. They find the truck, and this is when they start the journey toward the uh, firefights clinic out north. So it's right. pretty much to a T, but you really get the story of, of Bill and Frank. And I thought it was, you know, it was beautiful. It's a beautifully told story. I don't think it needed an episode for it because there's a lot of stuff they could have done. But uh, whatever. Yeah, it's so it, it is following it pretty closely, but not really. Yeah, uh, Nick Offerman's getting a lot of hate for it as well. Is he? And, what? Oh yeah. Oh, Why? he's just getting. He's just uh, the uh, the homophobia kind of aspect of it. Oh, he's yeah. just getting attacked on. I uh, guess, but that's pretty fucking stupid. Oh yeah, and uh, he. He summed it up by saying, "Your brand of ignorance and hate is exactly why we make stories like this." That's yeah, that's true. I mean, that's exactly. That's it. Um, yeah, that is it. That's a good, good, uh, good quote. Good point. Good, good comeback. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, it, I mean, it's it's worth watching. It's super cool. It's it's an awesome story. Um, we'll see what happens in episode four tonight. But uh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's cool, man. It's uh, it's well done. It was well done, and uh, I'm looking forward to the rest of it. Um, yeah, for sure, I am too. At this point in the series, they are still just outside of Boston. Boston. They're they're Boston. moving their way west of Boston. I think they're uh, they came across this town with uh, uh, Bill and Frank. I think I think they said it's like only in the series ten miles west of Boston. So yeah. uh, they are making their way west, I think, to, to Colorado or something like that, aren't they? I mean, that's a, that's a long fucking journey. Yeah. Um, and at this point, no shots of Canmore that you could recognize, at least. So that's kind of what I'm looking forward to, of course. Again, it, a lot of it was filmed. Uh, those scenes, mountain scenes, I think, were, were filmed in Canmore. So I'm looking forward to that stuff. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, what's his name? The lead character, um, Pedro. What's his last name? Pedro Prezales. Pedro. Yeah. yeah, he's a he's a pretty good actor. He was in Narcos. Did yeah. you ever see that TV show? Yeah, he was pretty good in yeah. that. Uh, what else has he been in? He was in the Mandalorian um, or in oh, the Mandalorian. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. He was in the unbearable weight of massive talent of Nicolas Cage, which is fantastic. Have is you it? watched I that never, movie yet? Never watched it. Nope. Oh fuck! You gotta watch that movie. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um. He was also in uh, the Kingsman. Oh yes. Okay. Yep. Right. Right. I forgot about that. Uh. And Game of Thrones. If you've watched Game of Thrones, I haven't watched no. Game of Thrones. I don't. No. I don't know what it is. I, I want to no watch it. It's that. on the list. But. Uh, and I think he was on the uh, Saturday Night Live last night. I think he was uh, the guest host of Saturday Night Live last night. Yeah, he was. I didn't watch, but uh, I've read that he. Yes, he was guest host for for the episode but yeah you got to add the unbearable weight of nicholas cage 
okay. uh, on your uh, the unbearable weight of the massive talent of Nicholas Cage. Okay. It is it is fantastic. What a movie. It's Nicholas right. Cage poking fun of himself. You I mean it's 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 great. <laughs> Sounds um, good. Well let's talk about TVs and shows first before we get into tunes. Have you uh besides The Last of Us, have you watched anything else? Uh, we're also watching Mayor of Kingstown. Uh, this is season two, uh, episode, what episode tonight? I don't know. It might be episode four or five tonight of that sh- uh, series as well. Yeah. Um, pretty good show. It's, um, it has Jeremy Renner in it. Uh, I, I did talk about season one when it was out cause we were watching yeah. it. It's a pretty good, pretty good, uh, series, uh, takes place in Michigan uh, at some shithole in in michigan although i think it was actually filmed in kingston ontario i believe anyway um yeah it's a it's a cool show it's uh very very fucked up very violent oh, yeah. in some ways um but yeah we're we're enjoying that so it's just uh it's obviously shitty what happened to jeremy renner here over Holy christmas shit, time though yeah. fuck yeah, crazy. He's got some very serious injuries that he's trying to heal from. And um, is he ever going to be able to, I mean, how 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 much is it going to affect him, I guess, in, in the future? Yeah. Uh, is his acting career over? I mean, I, I just don't know because he's that, he was that badly injured. He's lucky he's, he's not dead. So well, he got ran over by that snow machine. If you didn't hear, yeah, and it was his own snow machine on his uh, his private acreage, wherever the hell he lives, and it was his own snow machine that's maintained and whatever it is, and no one really knows what happens, and I can't really find anything. But it, it ran him over, so he got outside to do something, and the snow machine ran him over, crushed his legs, crushed his hips, did something, but he did multiple surgeries. He was he's at home recovering now, but. You know, like I broke my foot and I was fucked. I'm still fucked for it. I have to go to Cairo every couple of weeks and yeah. I still can't get my foot back and thing. But I can't, can't imagine what happened. Luckily, you know, he made the Avengers, a small little movie, and, uh, you know, had enough money and stuff to, uh, you know, pay for all these surgeries ASAP and get the best doctors and stuff working on him. So, you know, hopefully he makes a different uh, full recovery. But he's, you know, He's classified as an action star. Like, how much action is he going to be doing now? Yeah, and yeah, for sure. Up. It's uh, it really changed his life. That's for sure. Yeah. But so, uh, yeah, anyway, hopefully it gets better. But as far as that TV show goes, it's we're enjoying that. It's going pretty good. So those oh, are the yeah. two kind of those are the two we're kind of focusing on right now. I think so. Uh, um, the Last of Us and Mayor of Kingstown. Yeah. Uh, I still have The Last of Us, or not The Mayor, uh, the Mayor of Kingstown, Episode 1, ready to go. Uh, there's this movie or this TV show with uh, Sylvester Stallone. like Yeah. Uh, the Mayor of something, the, fuck, I forget what it's called, but he's the uh, Mayor of Georgetown, fuck, Mayor of Kingstown. No, Is that's that the that's Jeremy no, that's, that's one you're just watching. Um, shit, what's that movie with Sly, or TV show with Sly? Yeah, um, I've got it right here. It's called. Uh, I don't know. I don't have it right here because there's no episode this week. Uh, what the hell? Oh yeah, this is how prepared we are, people. Just got yeah. <laughs> no kidding. I'm finding. We're going. We're going. Uh, not Samaritan. Wow. Tess, Tulsa King. That's it. There we go. There's a king uh, in there somewhere, right? There's a king in there. Uh, it's supposed to be awesome. Uh, yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I want to watch it, uh, but it's streaming on Paramount Plus. 
find it okay. wherever you get your stuff from. But uh, it looks to be pretty cool. Uh, so that's on the list as well. And as well, I, I finished watching Willow. So Willow okay. was uh, from 1984, the original movie about this uh, little hobbit named Willow. You follow him around. He protects a baby. It has Valve Kilmer in it. It's a pretty good show. This kind of picks up, you know, 20 years after that and introduces new characters, new storylines and stuff. It was kind of hokey, but as it kind of, after the nine episodes, it kind of, you know, turned itself around. It was actually a pretty decent show. It's on Disney Plus, so it had a pretty good budget. It was actually, you know, if you're a fan of the first Willow, watch the show for sure. Cool. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know if... Uh, uh, the Easter egg spoiler is looks like they're going to be t- uh, two more se- seasons of that. So uh, that'll be okay. And another big ass TV news. Did you ever watch Cobra Kai? No, no. I know you mentioned it many times. Five oh, seasons, yeah, I think, right? And you enjoyed it. So, oh yeah, no, the greatest one of the greatest TV shows ever made. And yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, they they announced that season six will be their last. So they okay. got one more season in the can. And uh, fuck, I'm looking forward to that. Should be a good one. Uh, right but, on, uh, right on. We just kind of see what happens. Um, before we get into the picks of the week, we teased that Motorhead song, so let's uh, let's play a little bit of it. This is uh, Greedy Bastards. I love the spoken word by Lenny right up top. Oh, for uh, sure. I, I mean, it's just some interview that I think that he was doing. I don't know where they picked it up from, but it's all it's all very. I mean, just listen to him talk. He, he's, yeah. he's probably a lot of people think that he's just some old fucking geezer uh, who's fried from speed so many years ago. But he's a very intelligent guy. A lot of his quotes are very well thought, and uh, he's a he's a he's a well spoken guy. I think he's it's, yeah. It sucks he's left us. Uh, well spoken guy. Apparently, he's one of the nicest guys you could ever meet. Yeah. Um, Dave Grohl tells a lot of good stories about uh, Lemmy, but uh, I never had the chance to meet him. Seen him play live many a times. I think four yeah, times. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but fuck, I wish uh, I still regret not buying a Canadian T-shirt. It said everything. Everything in Canada is louder than everything else on the back. And yeah, it was the Motorhead logo, and they were sold out or something, or at Double XL or whatever it is. But what what a what a great song. Yeah. So this is this is. Um uh, their last studio album, uh, Bad Magic, is being yep. reissued uh, later this month. Uh, so there's a couple of these uh, unreleased tracks from those sessions. I think it, the box set also has a live recording or something like that. So, um, uh, yeah, these both of these tracks, uh, I think, did I play one of them, I think, last week or the week before last time? But no, this so. is the second one. Yeah, this is the second one that's part of part of this new package um they're both really good tunes so yeah i enjoy it and uh hopefully the live stuff is good too they've been they've been reissuing a lot of their um early stuff and some of this later stuff too it's uh there's lots of stuff in the vaults here and a lot of it is well if you're a fan especially it's some really cool content so yeah um yeah yeah it's it's really good stuff so uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what else uh, they might be digging up for us in the coming years, months and years, oh, I guess. So oh, I'm sure I there's lots so. out there. Yeah. And that's the cool stuff about this archive stuff is that sometimes uh, you get gems like this and, and, yeah. and you're ready to rock. It's, yeah, it's, it's super cool. 
Yeah, uh, well, well, since I played that, let's uh, let's go into. Uh, well, we'll do me first this week. Yep. Uh, sure. I guess the pick of the week was uh, Hurricane. We talked about them earlier. Uh, a band from the UK. They have a new album coming out April twenty first, twenty twenty three. They. What's the, how do you like me now? Was the goal song for the Boston Bruins, and I fucking hated that song because I heard it so many times. The Bruins scored against the Canucks, <laughs> but um, yeah, I've never seen this guy. I actually really found out about these guys uh, during COVID when I met the uh, better half. She was playing them, and we were making food one night. I'm like, oh fuck, these guys have some pretty good stuff. So you know, not my normal Taylor Swifty death metal-y stuff, power, you know, underground pump hardcore stuff. Kind of old school, funky, classic rock sound. Well, not classic, but kind of old school soul jazz kind wow. of stuff. Yeah, funky, funky garage, garage band, even yeah. a little bit garage rock. Um, they sound really good. I'm not that familiar with them either. They're called the Heavy, not the Hurricane. The heavy. They're called called the Heavy. Okay. The yeah. song is called Hurricane it's Coming. Hurricane, Hurricane Coming. Yeah, really, really cool. I like this stuff, uh, and I'm going to yeah. check out more of it as well. So uh, this album is out in April by the looks of it, the new album. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm going to check out the earlier stuff too because I don't know about them at all. Oh, great stuff. So good, good, good find. Good find for sure. And the next track I got is... Um, uh, a- Artist by the name of Clint Lowy, he's the guitar player for Seven Dust. Uh, uh, okay. He left. Uh, he left the band and whatever it was to come focus on his stuff, but has since rejoined. He rejoined oh fuck ten years ago now, but uh, he still does some solo stuff. They all, I think they all dabble in some solo stuff, but uh, yeah. This is that crunchy guitar that I like so much, and fuck this song pounds in my car. So you know, really, that's what counts. But. Uh, <laughs> Great song, an EVP for him coming out. Um, I think I don't don't remember. I think it comes out at the end of the month, but I'm not really too sure. Okay, but uh, I think I really called the song "Devil Letter," uh, "Devil's Leather." Uh, I love this riff. Not as good as your riff and your song that you're gonna play, but uh, it's uh, pretty pretty decent track. Uh, his other solo stuff, not as strong as this, but still pretty cool. But this is okay. his best uh, best work he's done in the last little while. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, good stuff better too. I, yeah. I I definitely like the heavy. The heavy is the the better of the two tracks. I really yeah. enjoy that stuff. So I think it's worth checking out some more. All right. Well, let's let's spin your tracks. But I got to tell a story because every time we prep for the show, so I get up to do our show at like my alarm set for ten o'clock. I get up, I go grab a coffee, I come back, I'm ready to rock by like ten fifteen, whatever it is. And the first thing I do is put on your music because sometimes you surprise me with like twenty minute epics. So I have to listen <laughs> to the full song before I start going. But your song was quick and awesome this week. Uh what do you what's cool. your song of the pick of the week? Uh right on. Let me just uh, kick it off or get it going here for sure. Yeah, really good stuff. I've been a fan of this band for a little bit. I actually played uh, I played a song from an earlier album in one of our very early episodes, um, episode 30, or may, it may have been even before that, I think. So well, that was from the, their last album at that time. They've got a new album out. Uh, the band is called Lord Mountain. They're from uh, north of San Francisco, uh, Santa Rosa. Uh, this album just came out, their latest album. Uh, the album's called uh, The Oath. The Oath. Let me turn this up a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Uh, the name of the song is called Well of Fates. This is just really good heavy metal, doom metal. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love this stuff. It's uh, This whole album is really good. It's 
it's it's my favorite album so far this year i know we're just into february a little bit but um great band great song great album no that's all right yeah Yeah, love it um yeah yeah just just they've got a three or four other albums out i think uh go check this stuff out It's, it's really cool uh yeah fuck third almost uh, episode 30 so let's call it episode 25 or 26 we've done 100 episodes since you last played these guys which is crazy oh yeah to think about. <laughs> yeah wow but uh, yeah i'm definitely stoked to listen to this full album it's uh yeah i, I hope and they say, i forgot that you even played it so i have to go back and listen to those other albums are they uh kind of the same similar stuff to this oh yeah yeah very very similar heavy you know, fuzz or psychedelic heavy metal, but you know, definitely a hint of doom in there for sure. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah really cool good, shit, good stuff. Yep. So that's my uh, track. I just got the one this week, but uh, it's it's oh, a it's good a, one. It's a winner. It's a winner. You betcha. Like yeah, fuck, wow, fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna just put that in our music group because that one. Put some hair in your balls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love songs that open up with a good riff. You know, oh shit, that's yeah. the best. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's uh, there's always so much good music. If you have any music that you recommend to us, you know what we like. Uh, send us an email or shoot us. Get in touch with us. Uh, oldmanhayellowclouds.com. We'd love to hear what you are listening to as well. Yes, um, we would. It'd be cool. It's music. A lot of music to go around. Obviously, too much yeah. to even cover. Uh, so find us some good pop stuff or some doom metal or some black metal or some good school post hardcore <laughs> rock. Give us some good stuff. That's all I ask. Just give us some good stuff. Yeah. Just give us some good stuff. Something that we can, something we'll that pounds. We'll check yeah. it out. We'll uh, talk about it here. We'll tell you if you, we like it or not. So, uh, but Hey, it's still worth listening to. I'm always into discovering new bands, new music. Oh yeah. There's so much out there. Like you said. And you, we, we like, well, I like everything. You like some certain, but your stuff is good. You like some good stuff too. So that's, I like uh, some different stuff, uh, but, uh, just, uh, you know, including some, some old blues and some good old rock and roll and definitely the heavy stuff though. And some punk rock. Uh, those are the things that I really love. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, but, uh, do you have anything else you want to cover? No, I think that's it, man. We got through quite a bit. We talked about, uh, we bounced around a little bit. We talked about some different things, but uh, but we current we turned stuff it around. We, we we always turn it around for sure. <laughs> we always find that we we kind of take a side road and then we kind of get back on track there eventually. Anyway, so the best uh, from uh, user generated comments from our fans out there. Our best so far. Our best episodes are boxers and wallet talk. <laughs> <laughs> wallet talk. <laughs> Well, maybe your buttons is going to you know, uh, kind of the make, that, make, make that list this time. I don't know. You never know. Uh, what's the follow up on your Ridge wallet? Are you still liking it? I'm still liking it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, it is really cool. Um, it's much easier to use. I am, uh, ooh, yes, I'm looking at it right now. I'm, uh, yeah. it, it takes a little bit of work to get, uh, the biggest one is my, um, I put the two most used cards on the, on the ends, on, like I guess on the outside. One is my compass card for, for taking the bus and transit. Yep. The other is my access card for the office. And that one's a, a thicker card and it's got a kind of a beveled edge. So it's a little bit, 
it's, it takes a little bit of fucking around sometimes to get it out or get it out enough so that I can scan the reader at yeah. work so that I can get into the office. Uh, but otherwise I'm, I'm loving it. Yes. It's, uh, uh, it, yeah, it's really cool. It, it makes a difference, I think. And I don't have to lug around that big fucking heavy thing that's in my back pocket and sitting oh, yeah, funny fine. and hurting my back and my hips. And, and I so guess I'm that means you it. got rid of your chain, eh? So no chain, man. So I guess I just don't look as cool anymore, but, uh, <coughs> but at least I can still walk. So that's oh, yeah. the main thing at this point. I'm keeping the chain alive. I but I've been I've been trying like we said talked about this last time in wallet talk. I'm trying to find a new wallet as well because that that fucking chain gets caught on everything, man. <laughs> I get caught on doors and door handles. Oh, well, I've told you the stories. I think I did anyways. Where I'd be on the bus and sometimes the chain would get wedged between two of the seats, and oh. it actually, and it and it actually happened one time where I couldn't get the fucking chain out and I missed my stop. Here I oh, am. Sh- People were probably looking at me all like, what the fuck what is the this fuck? guy on, man? Uh, and uh, so I'm trying to pull the chain out from between the seats. And you know how all the seats are oh, yeah. uh, lined, metal lined and stuff. And there's a little space in between them. Somehow got caught in there and I'm trying to fuck like, holy shit, man. And I missed my stop. And oh, uh, fuck. that's happened. It's gotten caught in the bus. Sometimes just even, you know, you go to the park and you sit down at the bench and, you know, yep. it's got the... Spaces in between the uh, the wooden planks and the bench, and I can't. I get up and You're stuck. I get I get, get hauled back into the into the seat because I I'm caught there. And anyway, I don't know if I told that, but it's oh you know, no, it was, but it was fucking same things happened to me. And my best one was I was at Disneyland on Star Tours, and the seats are moving up and down. And my chain got caught in one of the seats, like oh, when the yeah. ride was moving. So yeah. the guy had to physically come cut me out. Oh, fuck. like I delayed the ride for twenty minutes because they couldn't <laughs> break my. Uh, so I undid it, whatever it is, and I'm heaving on it, but we couldn't get it out. I'm like, just wow. run the ride. He's like, well, sir, we can't run the ride with you. I'm like, oh, hold on, just run the ride. I'll move it as the <laughs> ride moves. And oh, we can't do that. So they had to cut the fucking chain, and oh, I delayed shitty. the ride for twenty minutes. Everybody was fucking pissed. My parents were laughing at me like, hey, you're an idiot. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. So never going to let that one die. Right on. Yeah. But uh, I don't have to worry about that anymore. uh, Yeah. See, I'm I'm in the process of doing that. I'll get there. Uh, Ridge seems like a very good, um, like a very good wallet. It seems like you're happy with it. So maybe I'll try that. But yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I I like it for sure. Well, uh, good purchase. Good purchase. All right. Well, with that, uh, I will say you can find us wherever you get your podcasts from Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, and of course, Google Podcasts. Uh, Black, Indigenous, and People of Color Lives Matter. Science is real. Get vaccinated. Fuck Andrew Tate. A woman's body is your own fucking business. And please take care of yourself, okay? If you like this podcast, make sure to hit that subscribe button on whatever platform it is you're listening on. If you didn't like this podcast, we will try harder next week. Stay healthy. Stay safe. We will talk to you soon. See you later. And you can listen to us on Spotify. I, I never did get rid of us, uh, our dumper show from Spotify, but oh, anyway, no. we'll talk about that next time. Yeah. You just ruined Christmas. Fuck. I don't think I could talk to you for seven days. Oh, <laughs> all right. Hope you recover in that time. We'll see you next hit, week. Hit the button. Bye. So you just wasted between 15 minutes and two hours of your time. Was it worth it? Nope. But you have more time to kill, you say? 
Find out about everything you just listened to and more at oldmenwhoyellatclouds.com. 